when you're up against a hostile room of people who don't want to be there, you need real strategies that get results. Welcome to From Hostage to Hero, the show that gives you practical advice you can use right now in the courtroom, boardroom, or classroom. Learn how to move your unwilling audience to one that is invested in what you're saying, eager to participate, and engaged in the process. Learn from the attorney whisperer herself, your host, Sari Delamont. Well, welcome everyone to From Hostage to Hero. Sorry, Delamont with you here today, and I have never been more excited to podcast because I'm back. I am back, baby, from three months, 12 weeks of medical leave, and I am so excited to be back with all of you again. Yes, I made sure to have podcasts ready to go while I was gone so you could still have my voice, but here I am, and I'm actually back back. Actually, when I'm recording this, I'll be back in exactly one week. But I am so excited to update you on my progress and give a bunch of shout outs to those of you who have been supportive, which has been all of you. And um, to tell you a little bit about what I've learned and what you're going to learn in the next several months. Before we do that, we are going to do a reader shout out. As I sit here today, we are at 99 reviews. We are one away from my goal of 100 reviews at Trial Guides. And so I'm reading this from Sophia, who titles it, This book is the most important book of my career. Oh, Sophia, I love that. I honestly feel, she says, like all the other training I've had and books I've read were leading to this information. It had to be the right time and the right place for me to receive it. I was already familiar with thought work via V or vis-a-vis uh, Brooke Castillo's method, but Sari's application and combination of this essential life coaching model with trial work is truly paradigm changing. I'm using her tools to break free from the fear that has held me back my entire career. and I've never felt better. I cannot wait to get started with the H2H crew. Well, we can't wait to invite you into the crew unless you're already in there and got in there while I was on my medical leave, Sophia. Those of you who are waiting to join the H2H crew, knowing that we only open a couple times a year, three or four times a year, we are reopening in October. And I would love to welcome you all there. We had an open back in July, June, June or July. I think it was June. And I wasn't able to welcome our crewbies. And so welcome to you if you're listening. I'm so glad you joined, even though I was not in available in the crew in the last several months. But if you want to join our crew, get on the wait list by going to fromhostagetohero.com and you can sign up for the wait list there and let they'll let you know when it reopens. And in, one of the reasons I love Sophia's review is because this is what I'm after. Paradigm changing, yes, life changing, even better. Do I want to help you win trial? Hell yeah, but that's not why I'm in this. I'm in this to help you change your life. You all do such important work, and so many of you are so unhappy because of the mind fucks that this work can cause and that you allow to cause. Yes, you allow if you've been listening to me. You know you're in charge of that shit. And so what I want to do is make sure that you live happy, wonderful lives in addition to being kick-ass trial attorneys. So thank you, Sophia, for your review. Again, if you haven't reviewed the book yet, visit trialguides.com. And we'd love to hear what uh, what you think about the book. 
Well, today I'm going to update you on my uh, journey, my cancer journey, and uh, let you know where I am to, as of today and how I'm feeling. And I'm going to give some shout outs to those of you who have really been helping me out in the last three months, and then talk a little bit about what's coming up. So in the past eight months, y'all, just, just wait for it. This is what I and my body have been through. Three mammograms, a breast ultrasound, a breast biopsy, a PET scan, six rounds of chemotherapy, an MRI of my lower back, an MRI of my hip, an MRI of my femur slash upper thigh, a CAT scan, a thyroid biopsy, a thyroid, well, first the thyroid ultrasound, thyroid biopsy, port placement surgery, that was for the chemo, I should have put that earlier, uh, 25 radiation treatments, that's a radiation treatment every single day, five days a week for five weeks, uh, I can't even count how many targeted treatments I've had and will have to continue to have all the way through January every three weeks. That's the targeted treatment of Herceptin and Pergetta, absolutely life uh, changing, I want to say life, life saving drugs. I would literally not be here today if it wasn't for those drugs. Um, a mag seed procedure, I don't even know what that is, but I had to have something in, embedded in my right breast before my surgery. I ended up having a double mastectomy. I had a thyroidectomy because through this whole process, we also found out I had thyroid cancer. Bonus, wasn't even related to the breast cancer. <laughs> um, lost my voice for a while, was afraid it wouldn't come back. It has come back, obviously. Three echocardiograms, countless blood draws, and I don't know what else. And y'all, I'm here to tell you, that I'm alive and I made it. What we were hoping for when I sat in my doctor's office back in January, just a month after I, I mean, really only a week or two after I've gotten my diagnosis, and we were talking about my plan of action. He said, we're going to give you this chemotherapy. We're going to give you this immunotherapy. You're going to have to do radiation and surgery. But at the time of surgery, if you get what's called a pathological complete response, which means we go in there and we take out the breast tissue and the, the affected um, nodules under your, your arm, your, um, what's, why am I, lymph nodes. Um, if there's no cancer, that means the chemo did a 100% job. And if that actually happens, you have less than 5% chance of recurrence. And if you've been listening to me uh, at all over the last eight months, you know that that's been my big fear that this thing will come back. So we are all hoping with fingers crossed that I would get that PCR pathological complete response. And I'm here to tell you today that I did get that response. And so as of June 11th, my surgery, I am considered Ned. No, that is not a man's name. It is, but that's not what I'm talking about. No evidence of disease. And unfortunately, you could never really say cancer-free, although I did say that on Facebook, because there could always be rogue cancer cells floating around, thus the radiation and the targeted treatment that I'm continuing to do. I just finished radiation actually last Friday. But um, at this point, they cannot find any cancer in my body. I am Ned. I will take the name. So that is the big update, my, my friends. And most of my arduous journey in this cancer treatment part is over. I've done the chemo. I have the surgery. I had my thyroid taken out and I did my radiation. So now it's just targeted treatment every three weeks um, until I hit the one year mark from diagnosis. And so I'm so utterly 
grateful for all of your thoughts, all of your prayers, all of your messages, all of your cards, all of your flowers. I cannot tell you how much it is meant to me to have all of your support, whether you're in the H2H crew or you're just a part of our free membership uh, in the From Hostage to Hero uh, group, or if you just listen to the podcast, I have just been utterly gobsmacked by how much support you have given me over these past eight months. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I would be remiss if I did not take this moment to to thank some very, very special people. I would not have been able to take off 12 weeks without these people. And that first person that comes to mind is Christy Foster, the most amazing, amazing assistant that ever was and ever will be. She has been running the show from, well, before I went to medical leave, quite frankly, she runs the show all the time, but she had to do it without my interference. Wait a minute. Maybe this was actually a good thing for her the last three months. Thank you, Christy, my darling, darling girl. I adore you more than I could ever communicate. Uh, You made this possible. Thank you. I have to also thank Coach June, who's one of the coaches in our H2H crew, um, for taking on extra classes, for really kind of being there in my place while I was gone and teaching in the H2H crew. I have to thank mentors Sidia and Jody, who also took over and did a lot of extra things for me, like Course Club in our H2H crew. And we're there to support and and showed up to events and are are supporting our small group program, the the Path to Mastery program. I have to thank all of our guest coaches because you think, well, how did the membership continue without you? Sorry. Well, see, here's why you want to get in, my friends. Because while I was gone, we had Randy McGinn, we had David Ball, we had Jesse Wilson, Courtney Rowley, Keith Mitnick. We had all kinds of guest people who not just came into the standard webinar that you've seen in our From Hostage Hero um, group, they actually came in and worked with our members. So that was awesome. And they did it free, no charge to me as a gift to me. And I have to give them a huge shout out. Thank you so much to all of our guests. I I probably have forgotten. I know we have a lot of guest webinars. Annie Go was in there. Um, Oh, I'm forgetting names now. I should have looked all this up. But if you were a guest of any type in the H2H crew or in From Hostage to Hero as one of our guest webinars, thank you to you. And thank you so much to my husband, Kevin. This is sounding like an award speech. Thanks for um, for listening. I am going to get to some content here in a minute. I'm just so grateful for, for all of you and for Kevin particularly, who has just been my rock from the very beginning. Dudes, he has been on deck y'all I need to get him something real nice by the end of this journey (laughs) so I'm feeling good I'm done with radiation I just have to get the infusion every three weeks there's hardly any side effects I've lost nearly 25 pounds since surgery yes most of that was my boobs if you're wondering so you know I can't take full credit but no I have been eating much healthier been doing much better and I am so freaking glad to be back I even said freaking instead of fucking wait a minute I just ruined it well anyways there it is I'm back now let's talk a little bit about what's to come you know this is the first time I have taken 12 weeks I've never taken 12 weeks off in my life in fact I had taken or planned to take 12 weeks off for maternity leave when Elena was born and six weeks into it I cried uncle went back to work 
And I want to talk a little bit about why that is today. Um, but here's, here's what I think happens um, for most of us when we are forced into a situation that we don't like to be in. Because that's exactly what I was forced into. I mean, you might think 12 weeks, that's awesome. Just to like not have to work and like just like eat bonbons. Hell to the fucking no. I mean, yeah, I did have donut holes for breakfast for like a week after surgery, which I never do. And that was kind of fun. But I don't know who I am without work. I love my work. And there's nothing wrong with that. I hope all of you love your work. I I hope it comes through that I love my work. But what I found during this time when I couldn't really eat because I was so sick from the chemo, when I couldn't drink, well, I could, but you're not supposed to when you're in cancer treatment or really since you've had cancer, probably shouldn't be drinking that much. No judgment for those of you who make different decisions, but I had to really pare down. I actually didn't drink at all until maybe like the last month. I've had to drink maybe once a week or something. Um, but you can't drink. I couldn't drink, couldn't, couldn't eat really couldn't read. I, I was just so sick. That was that was off the table. And I certainly couldn't work because I was off of work and not supposed to be doing anything with work. And so all I had left was to turn inward and to sit and be with my shit. And dudes, it was a scary adventure in there. <laughs> this is what we do. We work, we eat, we drink, we gamble, we have reckless sex, whatever it might be for you, okay? Whatever it might be. It might be just something as innocuous at work. And I think for most of you, it is work because we can somehow justify that more than overeating, over drinking or reckless sex or whatever else it may be. But we use these things that I found quite personally here to buffer. We're going to talk about buffering and, and, and podcasts to come against feeling whatever it is we are feeling. You know, why are we so afraid to just be, to be with ourselves or to be with our thoughts? And the truth of the matter is, is that our minds, as I have just found out, for most of us are not a safe place to be. I mean, if you stop and listen to the shit going on in your brain, it's saying things like, you know, you should weigh less. Or you should exercise more. You're a fraud. You're an imposter. Everyone's going to find out. You know, the endless to-do list. I mean, whatever it may be, your brain will not shut the fuck up. And so what we do is we buffer. And we do things to inoculate ourselves from having to hear that voice. Because who wants to listen to that? This is why we talk so much in my work about mind management. Because... I personally want my brain to be a very nice place to be. But for the first time in probably, well, forever, I was forced to sit with my thoughts without a buff buffer, without the food, the alcohol, without work, and just be with myself. And y'all, I learned some shit important shit, shit I'm going to share with you that has changed my life for good and can change your life for good. Because of what I found over the last 12 weeks is so revolutionary and so mind-bending that it has actually erased what I call, affectionately, my angst that I have lived with for the better part of 40 years. 
I have I have carried this this angst, this ball of depression and anxiety and and never feeling good enough and never being comfortable in my own skin. You're like, oh, sorry, you're totally comfortable. I am with y'all. I love my work. I'm when I'm on stage. I was telling someone today that is my saboteur free space. But in my own head, on my own time, I carry this angst. I have carried this angst, and for the first time in forever. It has finally lifted because I had 12 weeks to sit with me. Now, I'm not going to take the next several podcast episodes and go into massive detail about how amazing this was for me and bore you all to death. You know that's not what I'm about. But I'm going to tell you the key takeaways and the the tools that I used that I, I stumbled on, really, over the last 12 weeks to help me lift this, this angst. And feel free, really, truly free for the first time in all of time that sorry has existed. And that, my friends, is a big fucking deal for me. And I think it can be for you as well. So buckle up because it's going to come at you starting next week. Thank you again, my friends, for being here through this journey. And uh, once you have cancer, you're never done. So I'll constantly be monitored the rest of my life. But as I sit here today, I'm feeling good. And I want to say cancer-free. I'm going to say it cancer-free. And let's do epic shit. I'm back, y'all. I'm so glad to be here. Talk soon. Thanks for joining me today. If you benefited from what we talked about or just want to let me know you enjoy the podcast, go ahead and leave me a review on whichever platform you use to listen to From Hostage to Hero. Add a comment and I just might give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. In the meantime, head over to fromhostagetohero.com to order your copy of my book, From Hostage to Hero, Captivate the Jury by Setting Them Free. And to get on my mailing list, I send out trial tips and encouragement right to your inbox every single week. And while you're there, make sure you join the waitlist to become an H2H crew member when we reopen. We only open a few times each year and you do not want to miss out. I look forward to our time together in next week's episode. Talk then. Talk then.